You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Write it down. You like writing things down. Write this down. Right. It's a write that down Wednesday on Mackie and Judd, the only show in America that holds each other accountable for our predictions. And uh, we've got a couple couple rulings today, a couple, couple controversies today that we're going to have to get into. Uh, so we'll do that. Plus, the twins, just like we thought, splashy twins making moves in free agency, bringing Nelly Cruz back. We'll dive into that. Uh, Federated Mutual Insurance Company, our friends here, and uh, by the way, friends of business owners in the state of Minnesota since 1904, they recently launched MyShield, the online client destination for risk management resources. As a business owner, how helpful would it be for you to have employee training at your fingertips, industry resources that can help your business reach another level of success? Well, that's where Federated comes in, and uh, and they take care of Things such as creating and helping you create customizable risk management plans, safety training and videos, workplace posters, handbook builders, etc. Those are all resources you can tap into to give you uh, some peace of mind as a business owner. Find out more by clicking on the My Shield link at federatedinsurance.com or download the app. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Join more of the things you love with TCL. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. And it is gone. Nelson Cruz again against the White Sox. A drive to left field. It won't matter. Off the facing of the third deck. Deep to right field. And Nelson Cruz goes to the opposite field to tie the game. His 11th home run of the year, and it's one apiece. Oh, the crack of that bat. Missed that. Inject that straight into my veins. Right around the corner. Actually, injecting things in your veins probably shouldn't be referenced when talking about Nelson Cruz, but that was 10 years ago. That was was 10 years ago. Okay. Was it the thigh? Well, I, I think the steroid goes, you know, in the butt or the thigh. I don't think it would go like, you know, I was doing this. How do you know? Well, so look you're at doing, me. Look at this body. So look you're at doing this hard, anabolic body right here. You you're doing me? hard drugs. Not anymore. No. Dex okay, is doing man. hard drugs with the arm, and we're t- talking about a a drug that or a, a shot that makes you stronger. Well, I know that. Makes like, you bigger. Like your guy, The Rock, Phil. Uh, yeah. San, He's a bigger guy. Judd's already watched San Andreas for Action Movie Rewind on Friday. The Rock Dwayne Johnson has been entertaining Declan and I for 25 years. I also watched the package of the best of The Rock that you sent me. Dude, he is. Judd, what was your your favorite part about that uh, Rock Highlight package? It doesn't matter what your favorite part was. Waiting for that. Oh my God! Oh no! Yeah, I, I knew that, that was coming. Oh man, that was uh, gets yeah. people every time. Yeah, but anyway, he's a big man too. What is your name, you Rudy Poo? Well, my name is. It doesn't matter. It's the best. The French Oldest trick in the book. The French guys are the funniest. <laughs> he called him Pepe Le Pew. Yes. <laughs> and then who? Oh, who's man. the guy? J- just quick. Who's the announcer guy who like cackles? Uh, uh, ba- back then, probably Jerry Lawler. Like, ah! like that yes. guy. Is that yeah. Jerry Lawler? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hoffman's buddy? 
<laughs> is that Lawler? Yeah. That's awesome. I love Because a lot of those clips you were watching are from like the early 2000s. Okay. And it would have been... What? Jim Ross was kind of in and out with health problems, but Jerry Lawler, I think, was still a, a pretty yeah. big fixture. But he's got the high voice or the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Jerry Lawler was the best, and I, I wish other sports would would lean <laughs> into this idea. From like, from we'll talk about Nelson Cruz shortly here. Um, from like nineteen, I think he became the uh, the regular Monday Night Raw color commentator starting in like nineteen ninety five or six, okay. or six somewhere in there. Yeah. And that because he was still kind of on the active roster, they were using him as kind of a wrestler still in the nineties. And and right around like ninety six, ninety seven, when he was the regular Monday Night Raw guy, he became he rooted for the bad guys. So <laughs> yeah, he, he was like, he, you know, so like like, like Triple H would take out a sledgehammer and hit some guy upside the head with it to win a match, and he'd good Stone Cold deserved it. Triple, <laughs> or, you know, or he'd be like, I didn't see anything. You know. We need heel bad guy announcers, announcers in professional sports. You need, instead of Justin Morneau coming on and being all like a twins homer, just get him on there and ripping Nelson <laughs> what Cruz. If, what if you, you had that in football? That'd be great. If like Aikman became a bad guy. Be so much Romo fun. became a bad guy. And Jim Nance trying to be professional. You know, Pat Mahomes is a fraud. You know, just, and just goes on a rant about why And Pat then Mahomes. used a high voice. The high voice is what gets me every time. <laughs> Uh, and then he was upset. Jerry Lawler, I think, I think he was part of the Royal Rumble this last weekend. Still, I think they had him as one yeah. of the three men announced. How old teams. is he now? Always up he, there. He had a heart attack a few years ago. I think he had a heart attack on Raw one time. Like He's he almost 71. died on Raw one time. Really? They had to like take him out because of a medical emergency. Oh my god! But hit, one of his other shticks in the late '90s and early 2000s was he was just he was a huge pervert. Yes. Like that was part of it, and he was probably like that in real life too. Yes, that he would just every time like one of the scantily clad female wrestlers or escorts would come out, he would just like salivate on the mic, and he would talk about their their puppies and stuff. <laughs> I love the voice. He's seventy one. Okay, so yeah, he's no and, kid, and um, and he makes like I, I don't watch enough WWE now, but. Um, I watched the Royal Rumble this last weekend, and I just remember, he, I think he was calling the 30-woman Royal Rumble match, and he made some comment to one of the other guys, like, this would be your dream, right? Being in the ring with these 30 women or something, yeah. and then the other two guys were just silent. Like, oh. <laughs> it's like, Jerry, the Me Too movement happened a few yeah. years ago. Oh, my God. Probably can't, make those, now. Jerry, probably can't make those comments anymore. Oh, my God. It. So, uh, anyways. Anyhow. We're gonna win, twins. We're gonna score. We're gonna win, twins. What's that baseball score? Yesterday uh, on Twins Tuesday, we talked about how the fact that Major League Baseball was shut down in their attempt to shorten the season and bring the the universal DH back, the players came in and said, "Let's just go back to the agreement that we had a couple years ago and figure out a new CBA in the off season, which means no DH in the National League." I remember we said yesterday, "Well, that probably makes it pretty clear for you Nelson that, Cruz." Yeah, yeah, he's the Dodgers are out and some of these National League teams are out, yep. and so his market becomes pretty clear. And like hours after our show yesterday. A one-year, thirteen million-dollar contract bringing Nelly Cruz back. Uh, now that Cruz is back, and now that they have the best defensive shortstop in uh, in the last twenty-five years of baseball, how likely is it that the Twins can finally win a playoff game? Well, you have to tell me how the pitching is going to be. Are they going to? Uh, Barrios will pitch pretty well for like five and innings, and then get pulled out. And, and are they going to bolster? Yeah. So, so, oh, so off that point, here's the here's the most important question then. Are they going to bolster the bullpen enough so that when Rocco pulls the trigger on the starter prematurely, which we don't want, but he will do, undoubtedly, is the bullpen going to come in and 
do the job, or is it going to be? A, and Barrios is being taken out despite you, you know, know pitching great, and here comes Cody Stashecker or something like that. That's the question now. Yeah. Well, or or you could just like score ten runs in a playoff game nice. like that. What a novel concept! So, well, how about an offensive barrage? So how yeah. about five? Yeah. So Please. how about how about what the Twins did? And good for them for playing some hard ball last night. Okay. <laughs> so so Phil, you are right. The, the when the National League came out and said. Can people hear that? Oh yeah. Okay. Turn, can you turn up our mics? I, I'm yes. just gonna stop. Oh wait, no. Stop. Okay. Now, there it is. Is that coming across the mics? It has to be, right? It probably is faintly. Yeah. Okay. La- ladies and gentlemen, I bring you <laughs> construction <laughs> with Mackie and John. Uh, so the KSTP Five Eyewitness News TV station is also in this building. Hold on. <laughs> That's not me. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, let's be quiet. Oh, okay. Uh, so there was some some sort of flood issue a few months ago, and so they're just like they're redoing the newsroom downstairs, and it's whatever patch they're working on is literally like under our feet. Correct. And it has just been for two. Pounding and sawing. It's been that way for two days. It's yeah. Nelson Cruz with this boom. <laughs> yeah, it's very well put. Very boom, well put. Boom, so, boom. anyways, so back to the point. So, so the twins. Knowing that with the plan for the National League to not use the DH, that 15 jobs potentially from Cruz were gone, then got it out there last night, including to our guy Dukes, and this is very smart. We have an offer, and it was probably true, but we have an offer on the table right now to Marcel Ozuna. And furthermore, it's very, very crystal clear then, whoever accepts our offer first gets a job. And whoever doesn't, you can go elsewhere and look. That was great. And a few hours after that, after that came out, the Nelson Cruz deal, done. Pretty smart. Would you rather have had, okay, so Marcelo Zuna is the, you know, I could go down the rabbit hole of, here's why baseball is flawed. Marcelo Zuna has been one of the biggest stars in, in the entire league for like better parts of the last five years. Um, He uh, started his career anonymously with the Miami Marlins, but then he went to St. Louis last year with Atlanta. He led the league in an abbreviated 60 game season with 18 home runs and 56 RBIs. He batted 338 with a 431 on base percentage in a shortened season last year. Uh, A couple years before that, he was, he was fine. He batted, uh, Let's see here. Got on base of the 320 clip, hit 20-some home runs. But in 2017, he got MVP votes, 37 home runs, 124 RBIs, yeah. a 312 batting average. So in two of the last four years, Ozuna has legitimately been one of the best players in baseball, hitters anyways. And then the other two years, he was kind of Michael Kadire. He was passable. Um, and he's 30. Would you guys have, let's say it was a two-year deal for Ozuna versus a one-year deal for Nelson Cruz. And by the way, Nelson Cruz, you could argue, has put up the best two-year offensive stretch in Twins history, including Harmon Killebrew. Like yep. you look at that dude's numbers. Yep. Yeah. But he's ten years older. Would you rather, in retrospect, have had Marcel Ozuna, who can play a little outfield too, have accepted the contract first? You just said the most important thing: very little. I think he likes to play yeah. the field, and I think he's bad, um, just like Declan. So, yeah, sorry. That's a good point. Yeah, hey, I sacrificed my own <laughs> noggin to make that catch. Yeah, that okay. was really, really stupid. I'm glad that, that you're done playing. 
I'm really glad that, that you. I don't. Definitely I don't got a need concussion you in D League softball. And, and then when I left, they won every other game and won the championship. Well, that's so. fine. But I mean, the guy gets Dex gets COVID. He gets a concussion. So it's his heart broken. In this, no, oh no, 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 you break hearts, Declan. So in this case, I would rather have Cruz, and here's why. Osuna's a very productive player. I don't know a thing about him as far as in the clubhouse off the field. But I know that Nelson Cruz, and we obviously didn't get access to the clubhouse um, in covering the team in 2020, but in 2019, Phil, I don't think I've ever seen, or it's been a very, very small list, of guys who you could tell from from just our time, which is very small, spent in the clubhouse. I don't think I've ever seen a guy have the impact, and guys love him, and guys come to him. Uh, Here would be my concern if Cruz walked and Osuna came in. Just from a chemistry standpoint, okay? couple things. One, Rocco has never managed a game without Cruz. And Rocco likes to let players police themselves, which is a noble act on the surface. But I will tell you, if it's not done right, and if there's not um, an authority of some sort in the clubhouse, can be a problem. So that's problem one. The second one, and we've talked about this too, is Josh Donaldson, if healthy, is a very good player. And he is a competitor ultra competitor, and he is wound incredibly tight. And I don't know that that, if if Josh became sort of the default guy in charge because he's the veteran and can be an all-star, I don't know that that doesn't change the chemistry dynamic almost too much. So the Osuna question, I would say I would prefer to have him if Cruz has shown any signs of slowing down, but he has not. He's a freak. Um, and so I think that what he, he brings, and if you are going to have a chance to continue uh, down the 2019 track of Sano, <laughs> continuing to become a good, productive player, because 2020 was not great. But if you're going to continue Care, down... Careful with that take on yeah, Twins Twitter. Uh, I, got, at, I got put in the bad take Hall of Fame for saying Miguel look Sano at, was Look at what he did. Look at what he did in the strikeouts, blah, blah, blah. Anyway... Um, Nelson Cruz's presence in the lineup and in the clubhouse to me is instrumental to this team. And that's why I would prefer to have a guy who is older, but I think across the board, more productive for what I want from my franchise. So, all right, this is where I'm uh, honestly, if it was, let's say it was a two year deal reasonable for Marcelo Zuna. And so I would be guaranteed in at least one of those years to have one of the best He's kind of a hot and cold. Like, he'll give you one season that's fine, and then he'll give you, like, an MVP caliber season. If I signed him to a two-year deal, I would feel pretty good that one of those two years in a winning window would be massively productive, and he's in his prime, and maybe even both of those seasons. So I would actually lean more toward Marcel Ozuna. I don't know enough about him as a clubhouse guy. I would be a little bit worried that he's about to play for his fourth team in, like, five years. Sometimes that's a bit of a red flag where, like, it's not necessarily that they're a bad guy. Again, I don't know. Uh, enough. I'll do a deeper dive at some point. But what I worry about with Nelson Cruz is that his body has started to show signs of backlash, wrist injury here. Um, didn't he have like an oblique or something? Yeah. He's just had like things that pop up when you become a 40-year-old man. Now on the flip side, it's 2021. Mm-hmm. These guys are rich as bleep yeah. and they all have hyperbaric chambers <laughs> and nine different like massage therapists and chiropractors and deep tissue people, right? I mean, Tom Brady this weekend is 43 years old. He looks like he's 27, and he just told media that he wants to play past the age of 45. 
And there's no reason to think at this point, watching him throw all those touchdowns this year, that he can't play until he's 45. And Nelson Cruz has put up probably the two best offensive seasons of his career at the age of 39 and 40. Have we just gotten to it? Like, my brain is telling me there's a cliff coming up. you got to be a little bit careful here. If another guy who's 30 was available to you and you could have signed him instead of the 40-year-old, my brain is saying, like, logically, ooh, and you lean to the 40? I get the leadership stuff, but leadership is only going to go so far if he has to miss 85 games and a postseason run or something. So I'm nervous about his age. I'm also mindful that athletes seemingly are aging more gracefully. LeBron James is like 36. He's going to win the MVP award. millions of dollars to look like that. And Nelson Cruz doesn't... If you looked at Nelson Cruz and said, all right, how old do you think this guy is? I don't think you'd say 27 like Tom Brady. 30s. I'd say... He's like 35, 36. He definitely looks five years younger than he is. So, I don't know. I'm a little bit worried about attrition, I guess, with him. Um, The other thing for you guys, like thinking about this last night, and some people were putting out lineup projections, and man, look at this. You, know, you got it's exciting. Kirilov is in there, and you get Josh Donaldson's coming back, and hopefully, you know, his calf doesn't flare up again. But like, if this lineup is healthy on paper, it's just a gangbusters lineup, even without Eddie Rosario. Um, I think they still need another good starting pitcher. It sounds like they've got offers out, according to Doogie. They definitely need at least one viable reliever. Dan Hayes has them in on, I think it's Alex Colome, who's yeah. been I think great for the too. White Sox and the Rays. Yeah, I think they're going to add a couple more things. And so on paper, it's like, woof. And you added the best defensive shortstop. Took a while for this thing to come to fruition because baseball's offseason is slow. But the overriding emotion for me is still, I'm having a hard time selling the upside of this team because they haven't won a playoff game in 18 years. And that for me, and you know, I want your feedback on this. Like, I'm, I'm kind of at arm's length a little bit with this team still, even well, as good hurt. as it looks on paper. You've been hurt because they literally haven't won a postseason game in 16, 17 years. Yep. Is it irrational to still feel that way five months after their season ended? Well, hell no. It's been since two thousand two or three. That the streak started? So no, no. But I mean, you've been hurt. See, that there's a difference between I don't trust this team because they have not done this, that, and that. That's not necessarily where you're at completely. You have been hurt. I, I mean, both when we did the postgame shows after the two playoff losses uh, to the Astros, both of you guys were, were deeply wounded. I was hurt. You were Yes, you were de- both deeply wounded. I, I there think was, Declan was hurt. I was more just like mad well, there was and annoyed. Or angst. There was, but I mean, I so. I was emotionally hurt. Yeah. So you guys are, are, are scarred. You you're tw- look, you're Viking scarred, you're twin scarred. I I don't blame you. Now, I guess my question though, if we want to delve into trying to end the longest postseason losing streak in North American sports. I'll yeah. say it slowly. Mm. North American sports. There's a lot. Last yeah. time I checked, there's a lot of big North American sports. Eighteen. Um goes well beyond the roster. I mean, it includes the roster. Mm-hmm. It, it includes uh, the fundamental question that you brought up, which is, can you score runs? Which the answer has been not enough for 18 games. But um, it also includes, if you have a pitcher who's pitching well, do you really take him out? Like, at that point in time? I get it in May. I get it in May. I get it in June. I even get it in July. So the discussion about where I think you're going, Phil, is is an offshoot discussion that is incredibly important. I guess what I look at now is 
what are the last few moves that the Twins are going to try to make so I can judge if I think the Twins or the White Sox are the favorite? But short of – oh, so favorite for the division. The division. And, but, but I mean, that's, that's, my, that's a one-track – I'm only talking about 2021 yeah. conversation. You you're going into issues that have left you scarred from Twins baseball. And where and that's a debate like okay, if they add another pitcher, the White Sox have added a couple, you know, they've added an arm. Well, they added Lance Lynn and they added uh Liam Hendricks. And if those guys are healthy and pitch the way that they have the last couple of years, then that's a huge upgrade. Yep. And so we can have the debate of like, okay, if they add another arm or a bullpen guy or whatever, is it them or the White Sox? And I think what, what I'm saying is, regardless of if they get in, like I'm sort of assuming that they should get in if they stay healthy, which is a dangerous assumption. Expanded playoffs are gone. Keep yep. that in mind. So you got to either win your division or be one of the, what, the two, two wild, wild card teams. Yep. So it's a, it's a thinner bunch. But what I'm saying is, Short of adding, and even like, let's say they add Trevor, let's just say, let's say they add Trevor Bauer, which they're not going to, but let's say, you know, Trevor Bauer said, you know what, kind of like what you guys have going on over there. I like my guy Falvey from our Cleveland time over there. He was very helpful sending me spreadsheets to look at. Um, Let's sign Trevor Bauer. I would still be sitting here Mm -hmm. saying, all right, well, um, they've gone into postseason games with Johan Santana in his prime over the stretch. Francisco Liriano healthy in 2010. Uh, Brios and Maeda, they've had lineups with Hall of Famers like, well, Jim Tomey. Is he in the Hall of Fame yet? It's probably going to be at some point. Joe Maurer, borderline Hall of Famer. Uh, they're not like the Yankees lineups with Hall of Famers, but they've had some really good lineups out the stretch. And they can't win a game. Yeah. And I and I feel a little bit, you know, I've, I've sat here for, I first started doing radio in this town in 2010 while I was also a Twins beat writer. And so I've, I've been on a microphone on a daily basis talking about Twins baseball for over a decade and for the better part of that, I have been the one outside of like a five-year really dark stretch, like when they actually have had optimistic uh, chances to to do something. I've been the one that sits here and says, you guys, like what happened in 2004 right. doesn't apply to this team. What happened in 2010 doesn't apply to this team. This is a different team. These guys don't care. And I feel like a fraud perpetuating yeah. that for almost a decade because it, they've changed this thing out three or four different like wholesale changes and it's the same thing every time they get to October. And that's why I just feel like I'm definitely excited for Twins baseball. This lineup looks like it's going to be really fun. I hope they stay healthy. Um, I think they're going to make a couple more additions. But I'm just like, I'm going to watch all the games. Well, you have to be guarded. But I'm just like, eh, you got to show it to me. You got to show it to me. Who, I'm, not gonna, I'm not just going to give you the free, the free nudge this time. Who has scarred both of you guys more, the Twins or Vikings? I think I know which one, but the, the twins I'll just ask you. Really? The, the, yeah, the Twins. Oh, I thought it'd be the Vikings. Declan? Yeah. Probably Who the scarred twins. you more? Probably the Twins. Wow. Because Think the, about the, the, the level the, of distrust. The, the Vikings only scar you. Think about this, dude. The Vikings scar you like once every 10 years. Like if you're scarred from last season, that's that's kind of on you, right? Yeah. Like they yeah, gonna... Scars are huge ones. 98, they, 09. The Vikings gash you counts. once every 10 years. They literally take a machete out and they try and cut you Oh, in they half. break your heart. Yeah. Yep. The Twins, it's like it's death by paper cuts over 20 years. That's baseball. That's baseball. They've like mostly been a really good competitive team since 2001 with a couple bad stretches. But it's just like every year since 2001, except for like a four-year hole, right? You could say, oh, this this team could win 90 to 100 games and do some damage. Yeah, this is like baseball is kind of random. Anything can happen. The Marlins can win the World Series, you know, two two times over that stretch. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and they can't even win a game? Like the fact that they can't win a game isn't they can't get to the the second round of the playoffs. Yeah, once? see, you are but, ridiculous. But you are now so deeply scarred by by the Twins' failures in the playoffs that it's hard to talk to you about the actual team itself because you don't trust them at all. Like they they cheated, and then they cheated on you again, and now you just don't <laughs> trust them. You still love them, but you don't trust them, and you can't. Yeah, I'm not even really offended by the cheating. I'm just the sort cheating of, isn't what bugs me. It's it's the fact that I keep coming back to the same person, sure. who won't the, commit, who won't who won't give me what I also want, and that's that's the twins. I was gonna say, and the twins are frustrated, and the twins are frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but man. I think Dex is like like he he's like the trust comes back and the trust comes back, and then every every t- time in October. Dex says, so you're coming home tonight? And they're like, oh, absolutely, I'll be home tonight. Just going out to the club for a while. And the next thing, he wakes up, it's 3 a.m., and they ain't home. They ain't home. It smells like Aaron Judge. <laughs> it smells like the Bronx. It just yeah. smells dirty and bad. All right, let's make some predictions right. and hold each other accountable. Write it down. You like writing things down. Uh, yeah, most sports talking heads make predictions, then hope you forget about how wrong they were. But not Mackie and Judd. Write this down. This is the big leagues, where we own our terrible predictions. Write that down. And keep track of each other's batting averages. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. I wouldn't say we have controversy this week, but we definitely have a couple that need to be discussed. A, a couple that need to be talked about. In some could it grow contentious? Hopefully not. I don't know. I guess we could stage a fight to get us fired up for the segment if this thing ever gets stale. That's what Rock does. Yep. Um, so here's how Write That Down works. We are the only show in America, in the world, for all we know. I guess we don't really sample, like, I don't, I don't know what they're doing over in, like, Saigon for radio or the Philippines, <laughs> but, like... We are the only show in America that actually keeps track of our predictions and holds each other accountable. Write That Down has also expanded its franchise into Purple Daily every single Wednesday. So you can get Write That Down, the classic edition here on Mackie and Judd. And then you can get the football-centric version on Purple Daily. Apple, Spotify, ScoreNorth.com, and the ScoreNorth app. And also two YouTube channels, ScoreNorth. And Purple Daily Podcast. Three predictions each week from everybody. They must be quantifiable. We keep track on this version of batting averages and home runs. And if you want to be part of the action, we bring in listener participants every single week. And you can either DM myself at Phil Mackey or at Dex's tweets on Twitter if you want to uh, to throw down and, and take some swings. Uh, Declan's brother, Liam. Brother Liam is going to be on today. Family affair. Throw out probably uh, three wild-related predictions, but he, we'll get to him. He might sabotage his own brother, though, and that, that could be something. I think he, Didn't he make a Declan prediction last time? He did, and I bet he has another one in the can as well. Yeah, like so. you were supposed to spill something on the floor. Yes, but. I, and that's, that's a vintage me, and I didn't. I did not. Do last that. week, uh, Declan claims innocence, but last week uh, walked over into the kitchen, and there was literally like a foot of standing water just like spraying everywhere into the what? cubicles and stuff. Yeah. And Declan's like, I don't know what happened. It wasn't you me. tripped over the cord of the coffee maker. I heard a drip, 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 and because someone leave people leave that sink on all the time. So I went over there, and the the coffee spout, like where you can pour hot water, was just it was basically the Wisconsin Dells in the kitchen. Well, who leaves a sink on? Oh, many people leave. That okay, sink that drives on, me crazy. Was it Joe Pesci? Was it the, the Wet Bandits showed yeah, up the to, the, to the Scornout Studios? What? That's Judd because with the beanie in his in his <laughs> evening juds. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the accountability session, boys, before we get to 
our predictions for the week. Judd Zolgad, you had a few things come off the board. Last year's reigning, defending, batting average champion. A Willie Mays-like and season. And I'm off to a good start this year. You said Nelson Cruz will sign a contract extension with the Twins after the 2020 season. Yeah! Well, took long enough, but it happened. You did, however, say that Matt Nagy would not be the coach of the Bears after this last season. And I mean... Take, no, it's, you know, that's fine. Take I mean, it off. They could, they could still fire and him. You know what? If the Vikings had just beat them here, yeah. the Bears don't make the playoffs, and yeah. I think he gets fired. Yep. Do your job, Vikings. Thanks, Mike Zimmer. And then two or three years ago, this is one of your earlier predictions. You said I said Ur- Larry Brown will be the next coach at USC. <laughs> yeah. But right around that time period, you said Urban Meyer's next job will be at USC. Actually, and not for his next football job because yeah. he took jobs nope. in media. Yep, no, you're right. It turns out it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Wow, good, next job. Good find by you. Yep. Oh, oh can you hear there that? There it is. Here. Let's be quiet for a second. Yeah. One. Couple. There it is. Is that a saw, Dude, that you is, think? That's amazing. Like a jackhammer? I don't know. Something's going. Yeah. What if? Yeah. What if? Like the movie Saw Ten is there happening. There will be an lost. injury on the job within the next week. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh good, God! It's, oh God! It's been so zero. Blood. It's been zero days since oh we had God. an accident. If somebody were to saw their arm off on accident, we would totally hear it through the floor. I think just based on how how loud. This oh is. God! What would that sound like? Um, a lot of screaming, ah! a lot of splattering. All right, I told you guys Ronda Rousey would make her return at the Royal Rumble. Okay. Good call. She did not. Good call though. I had uh, a parlay of some kind here that said the Twins <laughs> would bring Marwin back, but they wouldn't bring Nelson Cruz back when the Marwin Gonzalez report surfaced. That was really Now, hold on, excuse me. It's okay. <laughs> you choked, you up, get up, choked yeah. up before you bring this to the table? You guys started the season. The Wild had a couple, uh, couple big wins early and a lot of wild optimism. And it's largely been on Judd's Hockey Show and on this show, a lot of wild optimism, even though they're not a perfect uh, form to team yet. But there was so much optimism, I had to come in and say, by the end of the month, by the end of January, Judd will express frustration with the Wild. And I just want to show my work here, or show Judd's work. Okay. Uh, article at scorenorth.com. I'm just, I just picked one out here. This is from January 30th here, just a couple days ago. So I beat the buzzer on this. The only fortunate thing for the Wild was that fans weren't allowed into the XL Energy Center for this game. The Wild would have heard plenty of negative and deserved feedback for their feeble power play. Dropped to 2 for 36 on the season. Oh, God, it's The terrible. biggest surprise of the night was the score was actually tied in the first period after Dumba uh, answered Logan O'Connor's goal to make it 1-1. to one. So it's largely been positive, but you did That's have to drive by. Oh, sorry. It's... And that prediction was as low-hanging fruit as you could possibly get. Because <laughs> I guarantee you, in the month of February, I will again express frustration. Oh, All right, okay. and then I made this prediction. Yep. I said another story will come out by opening day Major League Baseball that a high-ranking baseball executive, oh, assistant no. GM, or general manager will have his own Me Too movement situation. Yeah. Well, gosh. So loud. You know yes. what that is? The buzzer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The guys downstairs doing the work don't think this works. Uh, Mickey Calloway was a manager at the time of these accusations. He's now a pitching coach for the Angels or something, yes. right? Yes. And I think I have to self-report that this this does not count. I told you a, an executive. Yeah, an I executive. said AGM or GM. Or but you higher, can put basically. this away because it's still it's still active. Yeah, it's it not is. wrong. So you're not. Right. Yeah. 
and based on it's not off the board. What we've seen with the there's more creeps to be outed in yes. baseball, and it so. could it could happen soon. Here we go. So. Bum, uh, bum, bum. Uh, all right, here's a couple more from the listeners. Dustin said Cesaro or Brock Lesnar would win the Royal Rumble. That didn't happen. And then we need another ruling on this one. So Nicholas said Judd will go inside a bar and enjoy an alcoholic beverage by July 4th, 2021. Now, when was this? I saw... Um, uh, this I was saw a recent prediction. A f- this was from, I don't know, like December or something. Yeah. Now, I did see a photo on social media yep. of, let's just say, a source close to Judd that I was enjoying brunch red, and a mimosa. Little Red, red little Rabbit. Red okay, rabbit. here's the problem. Because I went to the Wild game on Sunday, I did not have a drink. You didn't drink. You went to brunch? And you didn't have a drink. Swear to God. I had coffee. I had Diet Coke. Now, now it's still active again it because is, there's is. a very good chance that, that you w- will. <laughs> once I get my vaccination shots, that I will be completely passed out on the bar at Bunnings. But that has not happened yet. And Don had a mimosa or two. Um, I did not participate, so I did. I did go. Right. I was a little bit nervous, but I went. But I didn't drink. Okay. All right, all right. So All right, we'll, we'll leave this one on the board for Nicholas because I for a second I was time. going to say it's right, but it. Wasn't Still got right. five months to, to make that thing. Yeah, I think happen. he'll. I think he'll come out looking fine. Declan said at least one former WWE champion who hasn't wrestled in at least the last four years will make an appearance at the men's Royal Rumble match. Christian made right. his return. Yeah. Declan saw the script. Seven years. Declan saw no, the script. It's no fair because I made other WWE predictions. I know. He said Eddie Rosario will sign with an American League Central team. And the reason why this isn't a home run is because because we asked you at the time we said this is a home run we if did. you disclude the Twins and you said eh. yeah no I remember th- I remember that the Twins on here yeah <laughs> solid hit though solid it hit. is a solid hit I agree yep, with you it is yep you said Alexa Bliss will win the Women's Royal Rumble home run swing but that's okay you ruined it yep or they ruined it not you <laughs> you said AJ Lee who is CM Punk's wife will return to the WWE by the end of the Royal Rumble <laughs> didn't happen. And you said Nelson Cruz will not resign with the Twins. Still sucking. I'll take that week. And so not not a bad week. Keeps hey, your batting average right. at 400. Judd down One from beer. 600 to 538. Had to happen. I'm up to 286 on the season, and listeners are sitting at 111. No home runs from anybody yet on the season as we are about a month into this thing. Judd, in his career, since we started tracking stats in 2018, has 147 hits and 8 home runs. I have 114 hits and 10 home runs. The listeners have 89 hits and 9 home runs, and Declan has 37 hits and 2 home runs. Write it down. You like writing things right, down. Let's get Brother Liam in the house. You are a write-that-down veteran. Uh, what can we expect from you today? This, yep. is, this is your pregame uh, interview. Know. You know, I'm, I'm going to uh, – I think I got two pretty solid, you know, like standing doubles. <laughs> and then the last one is definitely like a it, – it's a moonshot. Okay. It comes through. All right. couple of couple of doubles off the baggie. Off the limestone, yeah. So yeah, just like a soft, like a big trot, like a Joe Mauer double. You know? Okay, like a, little, so like a little flare down the left field line. You're trotting yeah. into second, basically. Yep, trotting in very smoothly, like yes. Joe Mauer yep. does, right? The pull up, take off the shin guard and hand it I off. Can to the confirm, first base. he has a good pick at right. first base. I, when I went and saw a slow pitch softball team in August, brother Liam did have yeah. a nice glove. Nice glove. All right. Yep. So we're going to start with brother Liam. And then we're going to go Judd, Declan, back to me, Phil Mackey. Three trips around the room. Lead us off, Brother Liam. All right. So my first one, uh, surprise, is not a wild prediction. Uh, it's actually a Minnesota Twins prediction. Byron Buxton will win a gold glove and appear in his first all-star game this year. Wow. 
And if he could stay on the field, I think you're dead on happen, correct. Judge. Law of averages, man. Law of averages. I, I kept thinking that myself. How do we feel that he's like, he's been in the league for like six years. He's a former, what, number two overall pick or yep. whatever he was. Mm-hmm. And he's still probably batting ninth. You know, can we take the training wheels off of him for God's sakes? Like, oh, he's oh, we just want to make him comfortable. Like, just uh, he's like he's like twenty seven. Put him up in the order. Stay healthy. I don't care if you hit ninth. I don't care if you hit first. I don't care if you hit sixth. Hold it's Byron. Yeah, he's taking his hacks. He's, he's knocking on the door. <laughs> it's amazing. He's taking his hacks downstairs. <laughs> Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, back to Judd. <clears throat> I, I will uh, stay on the Twins team. Jorge Polanco will hit 20 or more home runs in 2021. Ooh, wow. Jorge Polanco will hit 20 or more home runs playing second base. Uh, he is, I believe, uh, completely healthy after having an ankle problem last year. He's got some pop, 20 or more home runs. Okay. So need, what need what little, is the prediction? A little clarification there. You added a couple things in there. Jorge Polanco will hit 20 mm-hmm. or more. Mm-hmm. Home runs, okay. so I'm not. Okay. I'm not fixed. Okay. It's key not to say twenty, because then no, if he no, hits twenty, you said something you, else. Yeah, you said as a second, second baseman, baseman, which would be. And we just oh, make sure. Oh that no, no, I'm saying he's moving to second, so he's going to have yeah. less pressure on okay. on okay. him. No, because if he, no, the prediction if, is twenty. No, because if he hits home runs, and playing shortstop, they wouldn't count. I'm sorry, yeah. thank you. He will hit Oof. twenty or more home runs. I was saying the move to second base yeah, yeah. is actually going to help him at the plate. Got it, Declan and I. Probably didn't have to bail you out no, there, but like you know, it's, it's it. verbally binding. It's verbally binding. The less said, the better. You know? Write it down. You like writing things down. Right. I was trying to give some analysis to my write that down, and you guys, have you should have gone me. off the record yeah. with that second base comment. That's okay, you never know. Like That's if okay. if Simmons goes down with an injury and he hits thirty jacks at shortstop, wins the MVP. Sidebar, Your Honor. <laughs> May I approach the bench? Yeah. <laughs> May I write that down, Zolgat. Approach uh, the bench. All right, back to Declan. All right, my first one. It's a wild prediction. The wild will shut out an opponent by next week's Write That Down. Okay. Minnesota has played 11 games. They have not shut out any opponent thus far. So the Wild will shut out an opponent by next week's Write That Down. I'm kind of digging this new schedule. I think I, I like, great. I mean, four games in a row against one team is a little aggressive, but I kind of like you, you like play baseball. back-to-back games. You play you play series like you do in baseball. Stay in a city, too. Yeah, that makes everything more efficient. I'm here for it. Most make- Sorry, that's the wrong button. Write this down. I'm gonna move that actually. <laughs> Let's get some more sawing. Yeah. Oh, it'll it'll happen. That's All right. Twins prediction. I don't think I'm on the record with this one. Judd is at some point, but I think by adding Simmons and by adding Cruz back to this team, and they'll probably make a couple additions. Write this down. The Twins will finally win a playoff game in 2021. I, so. I swear you have this on the board. I don't think I do. So one at someone. I know. Does. I know that. I know that Judd does. does. Well, I think I think the listeners do. I know the listeners do. I th- I thought maybe one of you two did as well. Let me just do a quick search to make sure that right. I don't have this. Because I, I know a listener, I think even just like last week, made a call on it. I, I, think. I do not have this. Okay. I do not have this. All right. Uh, so, yeah, the Twins will win a playoff game. Okay. Okay. Back over to Brother Liam. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right. Uh, the Minnesota Wilds will have five players from its opening night roster traded before the start of next season. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Can you hear that, five. Brother Liam? Yeah. Yeah, I could. Oh, I can hear it. Yeah, hear it. <laughs> We're just doing some work on the house. <laughs> yeah. Don't my worry feet about are, it. My it's feet are vibrating. I'm vibrating. My, my, I'm like my sitting son, like this. My youngest son is here on the floor, so I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to judge too much because I keep on looking back and making sure, you know, <laughs> 
he's around. Well, at least he's your uh, kid. The he's TV station yeah. downstairs. Yeah. If you ever want Judd to we come out that. there and uh, and babysit, yeah, I no, would no, pay so much money no. for Judd to hold a baby. <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah. I would I've, got, pay. Judd, no. I've got like I've got very high end like uh, like baby carriers. Like these are choice baby carriers, Judd. You'd be okay. Actually, you know what? We made makes have, me nervous. The, here's the idea. So because <laughs> their heads flop around. <laughs> No, no, The neck no, makes no, no. me That's nervous. The point Little... of these, Judd. That's the point of these. The heads don't flop. Okay, because the flopping I drink, head. I drank a beer and cooked dinner with this kid strapped to my chest last weekend. Okay, that's impressive. Just don't yeah. lean over the uh, burner. Yeah, I was going to say. I I'm an athlete. I'm an athlete. <laughs> you are. You're, you're an inspiration to us all, brother Liam. Yeah. I don't know. I know. Write it down. You like writing things just, down. So back in the day, Roycey and Suture at the State Fair used to do the baby walk where they would judge people's right. names for their kids. I think we do a baby walk, and we just like have people give Judd their kid to hold for sixty seconds. If the kid poops, I'm him. done. I'm out. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Uh, you'll Judd. be all right. You'll be fine. All right, Judd. All right, I will uh, stay on the baseball angle here, and I will be very, very clear about this one. Eddie Rosario will have a game-winning hit in at least one game against the Twins in 2021. Yeah, that's inevitable. Eddie that's Rosario. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Eddie Rosario will have a game-winning hit in at least one game against the Twins in 2020. By the way, it is a home run if that does happen because it, it, like it's a rarity to have. There's only going to be so many game-winning hits, so I'm saying it's a single because it's Rosario. But really, like probability-wise, in this game, that would be a home run for you if that prediction. All right, okay. Yeah. Write it down. You like writing things down. Back to Dex. All right, bachelor prediction. Yes. After I after I already ripped Phil or not ripped but put it made a call that he was gonna have incorrect ones. I'm just bringing Bachelor predictions to the table now. Um, MJ will be booted off the Bachelor on next week's episode. Yeah. So th- they left a cliffhanger that MJ was possibly gonna be booted off, and they're gonna address it right to start. So she could be booted off right then and there, or she might not get a rose. But I'm just saying. MJ will be booted off The Bachelor on next week's episode. So MJ is a hairdresser yeah. whose, whose own hair looks like it could use some work. He's, not to be judgy. He's not to be judgy. This is I'm the second it. day you've judged. Yep. Judgy. And, uh, and we saw this week, I caught up on the episode. So MJ is in a little bit of a tussle with one of the other female contestants that they, they just don't quite see eye to eye on how things have gone down so far. And you can always tell, like some of these women have a dark side. When they look at the camera in their confessional and they're like, they say something like, you do not want to mess with me. Like, they'll just show their dark side. It's like, you know what? That's a housewife's thing, too. I'm good on that. She, I could, she's yeah. the kind of woman that would take out a hoop earrings at the bar and, and literally just jam it in your eye yeah. like a fish yeah. hook. Yeah. 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 And, I'm, and I'm all about it, by the way. I'm all into it. <laughs> you guys Write it down. You like writing things down. Yes, put, one, put one in my other eye. Yeah. yeah. Hit me again. <laughs> all right. Back to deck. <laughs> No, he just went. I just went. It's oh, you. I'm sorry. My it's bad. You. All right. Uh, write this down. Anthony LaPanta, oh, by God. the end of February, will bring back his OTGWG play-by-play call. I don't know why he went away from it. He busted out the OTGWG, it's and then he went away from it. OTGWG. He will dust it off again sometime in February. That's great. Can't wait for that. <laughs> back to Brother Liam, your final prediction. All right, I uh, I promised a Declan prediction. Okay. So here it is. It was last year was a really weird year, but you know um, <laughs> I'm I'm an optimist now. I'm trying to I'm trying to stay positive. By December 31st of 2021, Declan Goff will be in a Facebook official relationship. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just to clarify, does this have to be binding on both ends? 
Or if is it Declan changing his status to well, I So I will say this. I just started a Facebook account for the first time in like 10 years, two weeks ago. And so I don't really know the dynamic of like how the relationship status works. Okay. Like does someone have to accept? But Declan's going to put it on there. I think they have to accept. I think they have to accept if if you like if you say, like a, you, say can, you can say in a relationship and then if you want it to be with yeah then they have to accept it so i would say if, no, no, if, if it's going to be it's going to be with someone and they're going to accept that's oh, the whole thing oh wow and binding and just as not part of the prediction it will last how long do you think oh it'll be over right away i mean okay. it's <laughs> so it'll last like 2 weeks wow no yeah, uh, I mean, and then okay. he'll tweet something that'll offend her and then she'll see it and Take them well, off. the prospects I'm talking to you aren't on Twitter, so I, so I, I got that going. Not on Twitter? No, they're not. What type I, of human being is not on Twitter? No. Well, then dump Good her. ones. Good ones aren't on Twitter. I think that's... You know what? Actually, like, not, not as many people are on Twitter anymore. Yeah. Is like, like Instagram is kind of where it's at for Declan's it's age group. Instagram, TikTok, TikTok. You know, you know. Instagram's Snapchat, too... Snapchat. Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Instagram's yeah. too feel good. Oh, look at my yeah. pictures. I had a fun weekend. No, get on there and tell me what's wrong yeah, with the it's world. It's a lot of depressed people putting on their best is what Instagram is. Is it? You know? Yeah. Let's let's use these filters to make it look like I'm brunching all the time. Yeah, and what's that's a great point. What's with this like stuff on your face? Like yeah, you put an Instagram picture and then and then you got like stars or yeah, something those on are, your, those are filters. filters. Yeah, what the hell that why? Just <laughs> make you make you look like you're having a better time than you than you really but are. But I mean you are an adult woman. You're like you know, I've seen people like thirty with filters on their face. Yeah. It's like if you're ten, that's great. Go for it. We should have Judd go through. We should do a segment where Judd just yes. goes through Kim Kardashian's stories. Yes. Like Kim Kardashian's <laughs> stories. It's literally just like it's like so. Stories are you can post up to like a fifteen second video or photo, and then so you just roll through. And so Kim will just post like twenty straight selfie videos of her not saying or doing anything, just like duck face. Ten seconds, another angle. Ten seconds, awkward, more awkwardness, and then she'll like tell everyone that she loves them. And that's the content. That's it. That's the content. Hashtag content. And do people look at this crap? She's, oh a, my she's God. a multi-millionaire. She has like a hundred million. Doesn't she have like a hundred million yeah, Instagram yeah. followers? It's something absurd. Yeah. Oh, something ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, Brother Liam, since you have this giganto platform right now, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that got you back to this point? Uh, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to thank my my youngest son for just riding this out and not and letting me do radio uh, bits. You know, and not really fussing. I'd also like to thank Judd for always interacting with me uh, over Wild Takes on Twitter. Mackie, uh, you know, every time I send you the DM to get on, you're, uh, you, you, you give me the uh, okay, which I think is a little messed up considering I have a blood relation to someone who works on the show. <laughs> and I can't go through him to get on. So I'm just going to reiterate that I'm, I've only thanked Mackie and Judd. And I'm not thanking anyone else who's <laughs> working. <laughs> that needs to be known a little bit. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So, got some work yeah. to do. Okay. Yeah. Work to do there. I will say that. I will say this. I will say this. It's Jacqueline and I used to read the sports page on the kitchen floor, and now we're on uh, live radio. Talk look at and look at you guys now. Who would have thought? Look at you guys yeah. now. Me. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 That's showbiz, baby. Yeah, yep. it is. All right, brother Liam. See you, man. Great stuff. We'll uh, we'll do it again soon. Good stuff. Thanks. Uh, All right, back to back to Judd Zolgad. Write this down. Your final prediction. My final write that down prediction is this. Justin Jefferson will finish in the top three in the NFL in receptions next season.
Ooh, so a little change in philosophy for the Vikings? Better be. A little change in scheme? I would hope so. So Justin Jefferson will finish in the top three, Declan, in the league in receptions next season. Okay. All right. I hope I'm right. Declan, your final prediction. Yes, the Twins will sign a reliever to a contract worth at least $7 million by opening day. So seven million average annual value. Have at least I'm just saying the contract will be at least seven million dollars. I don't Wait, know. So what, it'll be like a like it can be like a three year deal for seven million total. Of at it could be at the contract total will be at least seven million dollars. I'm having a hard time be, processing. It this. could be one year per seven, year or total at least. The contract will be at least <laughs> okay. $7 million. So if it's okay. a $15 million contract, it still counts. If it's $7 million, it still counts. Okay. What if it's a 10-year contract for $7 million total? That counts because it's $7 million. Okay. That's all I want to know. Yeah, okay. yeah. A contract of a worth at least $7 million. Cool. All right. I, I, didn't have I don't to look, know why I, I was having a hard time. I, I don't know why either. I, I wasn't <laughs> trying to go AAV. Like, I was very clear what I was trying to say there. All right. At least um, seven million, though. Okay, so so, like, so basically, like they're gonna sign a reliever. Like yeah. I guess they could sign a guy for like one year, five million, and then you'd be yeah. out. But okay, and I would be out if that happens. Mm-hmm. All right, write this down. Write this down. <laughs> I'm gonna sneak a football prediction in here, uh, even though the bulk of our football predictions are on the purple daily version of write that down. I think the Vikings. I'm gonna swing for a home run here. I think the Vikings are gonna get frisky in the first round. So this is kind of a parlay that they uh, they won't be trading their first-round picks for Deshaun Watson, I guess, is the unofficial part of this parlay. But really, the prediction is, write this down, the Vikings will draft a wide receiver in the first round. Whoa! A wide receiver in the first round. Whoa. If Jamar Chase or somebody falls, I think... I think they're going to blow up their first round. Jamar Chase board. ain't getting to fourteen. Though. I don't know. According like, to I know that's ridiculous. To, the more I looked the at mods. that, the more I looked at that. He hasn't I was, played in a year. People are going to get nervous. Yeah, I don't know. No, guys in play. All right, well, that's, that's, that's write a this down. Ballsy prediction. Those are the write that down predictions and the accountability session for the week. Every single Wednesday, write that down. Classic version on Mackie and Judd, and football football-y version on Purple Daily. Write this down. All right, every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, we wrap with Roycey here on Mackie and Judd, and you can find his podcast, Roycey Unchained, and also Monday Night Sports Talk on Apple, Spotify, ScoreNorth.com, and the ScoreNorth app. Uh, Patrick, a a few things to get to uh, Twins News related here, including a sad note, but we got to wish you a happy Twitterversary today. How how many years have you been on Twitter now? uh, 2009, 12 years, uh, right so it would have been right before I started the morning show that they I must have gotten signed up. I remember going to, uh, you know, the uh, Julio Ojeda, what uh, the guy from the St. Paul paper, kind of, we had him as a guest to talk about what the hell this thing was, this Twitter that was starting. And I remember going to somebody from the station and saying, how do I sign up for this thing? I just want to see what's going on. Uh, who would have known that 12 years later it would have become an addiction? But uh, <laughs> it's it's been great because, as I said on Twitter this morning, it's helped in my goal to make America a better place for all of us. Uh, you know, with, with my Twitter account, I, uh, I do Yeah, Twitter is a great not- place to bring people together and solve problems and arguments. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, it is. In rational fashion. Yeah. I've always kind said though. like when they decided to put comments on newspaper articles. <laughs> this will lead to a very astute discussion of different views. Yes. Okay. That's, uh, that's uh, you know, I always remember one of the greatest quotes ever is otter to flounder in Animal House when they ruined the car. And he said, you bleeped up. You trusted us. <laughs> you know, that's one of, uh, and that's basically uh, readers, listeners, and really commentators. You can't trust any of us, right? So that's that's basically it. So what what but, what would have uh, t- taken place if Twitter had been around, Patrick, when you were still drinking? That's always been my question. I'd be a dead bartender. <laughs> I would have gotten fired from some outlet that I was at and uh, the only job that I could have done after that would have been to be a practicing bartender and uh, I'd, 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 I'd be a, a long gone memory by then because uh, I would have uh, I would have continued to consume Tangeray and not made it uh, too far into life how many, I would have made 75 How many hours would you guys say I'll ask all you guys, we'll start with Pat how many hours a day would you would you say you spend staring at Twitter and scrolling through Twitter? It depends, you know. For some reason, on the weekends when I get up early, I, I Saturday and I'll go like Thursday and Friday. I might have two tweets, and then on the weekend, all of a sudden, I'll get into this stream of things. But I average damn near two hours i would think between mm-hmm. the morning shift and the later in the day shift yeah probably yeah Looking at it, it depends upon if you end up going down a rabbit hole or something yeah. like that right yeah it depends upon but uh i mean it's amazing one if i hear sports like well i hear twigs died twig died uh, you know we'll talk about that in a minute but the first thing i do is go to twitter you know and when you hear that to confirm the news or to maybe find a little more expansive view. I mean, that's it's the easiest place to go immediately to find out what's going on, right? Yeah. Politically, in the, on the uh, in the last you know several months here, it's been a bit chaos. I basically go to the Hill. There's a website called the Hill to see you know what's going on politically, and they'll have something on it. Or then I'll go to I'll go to the objective CNN politics and look at that one too. But, you know, I've, I've spent more time, I think, because I've added politics to the mix in since November and uh, not so much anymore since we got rid of the lunatic. But, uh, uh, you know, but but from in November, December and January, I spent a lot of time looking at politics, which I normally haven't done. You know, so I think like I, I might be over two hours. Oh, I'm I, a, I think it's more like three or four hours. For I'm me. a three for sure. Yeah. Well, you guys are getting ready for the daily show too. So Oftentimes, I'm just no. I'm just like that's no excuse. Like for me. the TV is off, and I'm just like scrolling through Twitter yeah. or on or yeah. on. It's the first thing I, I grab know, in the I morning the pillow, and the last thing I look at. I miss the pillow, man. I'm pillow. sorry. Oh, no, he was great yesterday. Yeah, on awesome. Newsmax. Did you see that? Newsmax. You got to see. Oh, go, you haven't go, seen. Go to Twitter. And just just type in Mike Lindell Newsmax. Um, it is the best two minutes of video you will watch all week. Yeah, it's the greatest. Let, let's just say that he had an agenda that he wanted to push, and the and one of the anchors was clearly told if he tries to push this agenda, you need to read this statement 
so that we don't get sued. Oh. So Dominion's going to sue them. And again. one of the anchors yes. wound up leaving during the interview. It's walked it's- off. <laughs> Pat, SNL couldn't have thought this up if they had taken all week to write one one so, thing. I was thinking of that the other day that satire is like one reason satire is in trouble is there's too much satire that's actually news, you know. know. So, it's like I Veep. Mean, it's stuff that. Uh, you know, you know, as as someone as the guy who wrote Veep said, yeah. you know, the one of the great satirical series ever. The, you know, Julia Dreyfus is the is the vice president, and then briefly the president. He says, when Rudy Giuliani and the guy was in front of the garden store, he said, "This is." This is why we had to quit. <laughs> you know, our, this is better than what we came up with, so we can't do this anymore. You know, that you know, satire is in trouble because the really real reality is funnier than satire in a sad sort of way. Um, okay, Nelson Cruz, he's back on a one-year deal, that? but somebody—I don't know how this worked out last night—but a couple hours before the news came out that he signed. Someone floated to John Heyman, and I think Doogie had something yeah, Doogie that, had it, yep. hey, listen, you know, talks are still happening with Nelson Cruz, but there's also an offer for Marcelo Zuna, and so, so would you would you rather have had 30 year old Marcelo Zuna or or 40 year old Nelson Cruz for next year? I would uh, rather have Ozuna, I think, but uh, I think there's there's there got to be some loyalty at work. Don't you? I, I, with the twins and what this guy uh, did for them, and do you think you can get Ozuna on a one-year deal for thirteen million? Yeah, you probably need two, the Braves, or two or three. The Braves did though, right? Last year, yeah, but, yeah. But the, he reestablished himself last year. Yeah, you know, he yeah. was kind of iffy, and uh, yeah, I, I think it's a one-year. You know, they win. He wanted two, and he. But just like Rosario with Cleveland. It's getting to the point now if they're actually going to start February 20th and there's 13 sitting there, you better take it. And uh, I I think, you know, he's showed us enough that for the the old cliche, he's professional enough. He'll show up and, you know, do his deal and get in shape and try to launch a few out of here. And uh, also, if he wants to play another year, which he probably does, he has to have a good year. So, But it's... uh, you know, it it kind of popped out of nowhere late last night, right? Ten o'clock or something. yes, yes. Yeah. They pressured him. A uh, twig dies, Patrick. Sad day. Just hold on for the for, hold on for the younger audience. Wayne Terwilliger uh, was a longtime coach for the Twins, including the first base coach for the '91 World Series champions. I don't think everyone knows who he is because he was '95. But oh. go ahead, yeah. Wayne Terwilliger. Uh, he uh, well, if you're as old as me. You remember him as the Minneapolis Millers second baseman in the 50s. Uh, and I looked it up, 55, 56, 57, when they were still a New York Giants farm club. And before that, he played for the St. Paul Saints in 52 when they were a Dodgers farm club. So Lexington Park, Nicollet Park, and Met Stadium, if you want memories, uh, Twig had those all. And Twig had some other memories, too a Marine in World War II in the South Pacific. He hit the beach at Saipan. He hit the beach at Iwo Jima. So Twig weighed about 140, but about 20 of that was cojones, I think. Uh, you know, so, because uh, he, you know, he the 
he wrote a actually somebody wrote a who wrote the book for him he, he did a book uh, a few months a few years ago and uh, there's a lot of the world war ii stuff in there and he always said making it to the big leagues was not his proudest accomplishment it was being a marine who uh, helped uh, retake the south pacific and uh, so but uh twig everyone who saw twig remembers the iglo cooler with the apple and the sandwich in it uh as i said on twitter meal money was profit sharing for the twig <laughs> that's a great tweet <laughs> he also wrote the rode the bus to the ballpark wow i remember the, the stories about that at the metrodome yeah he rode the bus to the met to the metrodome and he rode the bus and when he, he worked for the saints too for years you know the after he left the twins, he, the uh, the Saints uh, hired him, and he worked over there for I don't know two, three, four years. But uh, yeah, he was uh, he was uh, Ray Christensen. You remember him, the announcer. Mm-hmm. Ray was a bit frugal too. No one did. I said if Christensen and and Twig went to lunch, the check would still be sitting. In the middle of the <laughs> <laughs> who could get who could get up and say they have to go to the bathroom? <laughs> Not come you back. Know, Twig, Twig was uh, rather notorious for his. Uh, if he was in a card game, it was in the clubhouse. It was a low stakes, a low stakes one. He wasn't in there with the the Spanish yeah. cards they were playing that uh, Kelly and Petey Munoz and those guys were playing every day. So hey, how's how's Gardy doing? You you talked to him I think last week. Good. He sounded uh, sounded uh, very happy. He was very sad about TK Jr. You know, he was uh, the same day Toby got named as the officially named as the manager of the Saints was the same day the news broke that uh, Tom Jr. had uh, passed away, and he was very upset about that. But because uh, you know the kid was around the clubhouse all the time, and and uh, Gardy, but he's doing good. He says he's done. Uh, he's he he. He told me that uh, he got that food poisoning when he was here last year, and he said 10 days later he was still horrible. And he called in Al Avila, and he said, you know, I'm done. And, and Avila said, yeah, oh, well, at the end of the year. And he said, no, now. Wow. I can't manage one more game. I'm going to have a heart attack. He was feeling terrible. He was watching his team. That was making him feel worse. <laughs> yes. But he's he's doing good now. He's in Fort Myers. He's got a home in Fort Myers. And uh, he's got one here, too, that I believe his daughter's living in. Uh, maybe she still is. Maybe she moved out. But there was a time a few years ago when he was in Arizona, he said, I got a house in Fort Myers. Toby's living in that one. I got a house in uh, Twin Cities. My daughter's living in that one. And I'm renting from Morneau in Arizona. <laughs> he was renting Morneau's condo down in Arizona. <laughs> so, uh but he's he's doing good. But he's he's only you know he's only sixty three. Just turned mm-hmm. sixty three. But he says he's done. You know his family, the heart. Uh, you know the I think his brother died young of a heart attack, and his dad died young of a heart attack, and uh, he hasn't been the healthiest guy in the world. But uh, I think he and he and the wife are gonna you know just have live the rest of their lives. And uh, he's got two grandkids in Oklahoma, and he's you know excited about that too so he's doing good yeah 
That Man. job he doesn't have to manage the Tigers. Anymore. I was going to say that job and that stress. Oh. Forget about it. He doesn't do a great job either of no. like separating the stress of the job from oh, his mind. Careful, so. Mackie. He'll he'll hear about this and get back to you. <laughs> I I uh, the first day he had an official workout in Lakeland. I went up there. Uh, and was sitting in the back of the room and all the Detroit writers who already loved him because he'd schmoozed him up, you know, uh, were, were talking to him and I was kind of sitting in the background listening to him and about five minutes in, somebody had thrown the fire out of the ball and I said, it's not the last time you're going to hear that, fellas, you know, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, there were some gals there too. So. Throw the fire out of the ball and then the, uh, the lefties who but can really was, spin it. He was giddy then, but the reality of managing that team i mean oh man they were awful yeah at least he made a few million bucks i guess to help you know he said sell. last year that crone and scope scope or scope were like two of his three or four best players yeah crone got hurt early and then scope got hurt too and he had nothing in the middle of the infield by the end of the season scope was good mm-hmm. huh scope was scope, good, scope and, was good. And, he was solid for them crone was off to a good start too he loved crone he loved both of them good guys but do you know why, yeah, Pat? Because uh, they battled their tails off. They did battle. Their That's tails what he loved off. about him. Battle their tails off. Damn it! You'll probably see him if we ever get a season here. You'll see him at some Saints games. And, you know, he'll probably spend the summer in the Twin Cities. And uh, and uh, he said the only thing he misses is being up here in the winter so he can go ice fishing with his three buddies. And I don't. I got their names written down: Walleye, Freddie, <laughs> some other. You know, these just guys off the. <laughs> You know, just just guys he met. That's one thing about Gardy and Kelly too. They hung out with guys that they met. You know, with the, with the neighborhood guys, and uh, you know, the just guys that he met looking at the lakes. And it's like Rocco. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm sure Rocco does the same exact thing. I bet he does. I bet Rocco's buddies out there. And yeah, he meets him at fish of- concerts, though. That's the yeah, difference. exactly right. <laughs> They have a different lifestyle. Weird. Yeah, I don't think we'll see him ice fishing. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. But if you're the son of a pawn shop owner in Providence, Rhode Island, you've met some characters in your life, I'll tell you that. Yes, yes. You you met some guys who came in and pawned stuff and didn't have receipts. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so that's, that would be my guess. So, uh, uh, But, hey, you got I mean – who you'd like to have another pitcher, right? But you can't be mad about bringing back Cruz and getting Simmons, can you? No, it's yeah. right. I mean, the only thing is, it's like I told these guys, it just kind of feels like even if they do add another pitcher, another reliever, they've lost 18 straight playoff games, and we're, I'm just kind of at the point where, all right, let's, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. If you can score six runs in a playoff game for the first time in you know 17 and, years, and let's face it, it's hard to get up. up fired up for this season when you don't know what the hell's going on, you know, the, the, the battle between the owners and the players and the baseball, they got to seriously contemplate what kind of shape they're going to be in, in the spring of 2023 compared to all other sports. Mm-hmm. All other sports have approached this sanely. Uh, you know, it took a while for the NHL, right? But they, they yeah. got. I mean, they yeah. argue. They argue. They lost a, a season. But the look, the look of doing a having a bloodbath battle in the middle of this thing 
is, is just awful. Uh, it's just awful PR. And I really, I, I think, you know, Tony Clark and the fellas have to realize that you want the owners to make money, right? If they're going to, if they're going to keep a lion's share of the playoff money, but you're still going to get as much as you used to get, maybe by playing a few extra games, you got to put some money back in their pockets or come next year, you know, there's going to be a lot of guys on the street. Like, just like there are now, there's hundreds, you know, there's dozens and dozens of veterans who don't have jobs already. You got, you got to let them make money. That's yep. what, if they could make more money with more playoffs as much as I hate them, you got to let them keep the money and, and, and try to get back some of or recoup some of the profits that they didn't make last year. Yep. Uh, Pat, we will do a full Super Bowl preview dive with you on Friday, breaking down all the intricacies. So, uh, the so guard, come, come the, with notes. We'll start with guards. I think, it, I think it all depends on Mike Remmers, which is not a very hard, <laughs> not a very comforting <laughs> thought for the Chiefs fans. So yep. he's starting a left tackle, correct? He is. Yeah. God yep. bless America. <laughs> Good luck. You're going to see Patrick running right quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, you will. All right, Goodbye. see you, see you, see you Pat. Pat. All right, Bye. That's, uh, the legendary Patrick Twitterversary, congratulations. 12 years on Twitter. He beat me. I, I didn't join Twitter until like March of 2009. He beat me to Twitter. Such a great troll. Yeah. One of the greatest trolls. The, Mount Rushmore of trolls. Yeah. Yep. All right, that's a wrap on today's episode of Mackie and Joe. Reckless Speculation Thursday, and we're expected to be joined by one of the senior members of the Reckless Speculation Club. Mike Greenberg. Greeny's going to join us, uh, as scheduled anyways, as of right now, for tomorrow. We'll see you guys. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Right now, get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton Tread. Accessories like non-slip grip resistance bands, a heart rate monitor, yoga blocks, and more. Take your workout to the next level with Peloton. Motivation that moves you. Hurry, this limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.